0: That has some pretty good silence. Shall we start? That's all going to get edited out. Uh, but it might do. <laughs> might not. we
1: give it to the editing
0: monkeys. we give it to oh. the editing, the, the highly paid editing team <laughs> that we have. Um, hello, my name's Richard. And don't. <laughs> <laughs> my name's Colin. And this is We Are Not Wizards, this is episode number... Something. It's a special anniversary birthday, (gasps) special loving birthday, special special. Yes! Because we have been doing this for two years. Have we? Yeah. Oh my god, it
1: feels like this is what, my my sixth time It's No,
0: it's not, it's even more than that. It's like (laughs) almost your eighth or ninth time, it's like you've become like a veteran. Um, Yeah, you know. Back in the day, back on the thirteenth of February, twenty sixteen, <sighs> we sat in a room. We were so young then. We were so young. We were so quiet. We had such a bad microphone. We didn't know what gain was. We had no idea how to edit. We didn't have music. No. We didn't. Some Mad say they we were better days. Some say that, <laughs> some say <that laughs> they were simpler days for a more pure kind of folk. Um. <laughs> so hello thank you for joining us the reason why we do this is quite simply is
1: there's far too many people talking about board games
0: these days far too many there's a plethora <laughs> you can't move for board game chat it's ridiculous so the other reason that we do this is because we want to be part of that cacophony do we no 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 we want to forge your own path we go our own way. We do go our own way. This isn't the 2018 new way of doing <laughs> things, by the way. Um, yeah, but thank you for joining us, for everybody who's listening, for everybody who's been joining us continually over the last couple of years, really, because mm. we have gone from nowhere yep. <sighs> to being somewhere, which is good. You know, it's like driving at the shops and then ending up at a nice beach and having an ice cream Yes. Yes, it is. That's
1: Ex- a good way of putting it. That's
0: a good way of putting it. Um, so tonight we're going to talk about some cardboard. Myself and me Colin is going to be talking about the car- cardboard, basically. And
1: some resin models.
0: Some resin models as well. Oh, yes, sir. Oh, sir. Oh, sir. Me, sir. You, sir. Um, we've been playing quite regularly, haven't we? Since the kind of the timetable. Every couple of weeks we've managed to get a game or something. Of kind something, of happening, yeah, yeah. which has been pretty good. Um, so quite it's recent, unusual. <laughs> as unusual, and we'll come to that later on in questions. Um, but we have had a couple of games we've managed to get to the table either together or separately, doing separate things. Um, now they are living separate lives. Um, first one was Godfather. Yep. By Cool Mini or not. Which is designed Again, by? I I completely got
1: mixed up with another game. <laughs> what we were talking about? It's it.
0: designed by Eric Lang, who yeah. is as you know just seems to kind of I'll have an idea for the game and then he kind of not. I
1: confused part. with a, a mafia game that, that did the Dice
0: Tower Lads did. Oh, okay, yeah, which is um, completely different. A completely different game. <laughs> it's not the same game at all. It's a completely different game. Um, we. I think that this is the first game we kind of got to the table, and then we got to the table very, very quickly again after getting it to the table the first time yep. that we played it. It's um, so very rare us to actually play game twice it's amazing yeah it depends on the game because we'll get around there are questions about that as well it's all questions there's all there's a whole it's almost like judgment day at the end of this podcast when the questions come up and you'll see why because i've read over the questions i (laughs) know oh my goodness um how would you describe the godfather not the film obviously
1: not the film the board game
0: yeah the board game what would you say it's like if you were if you were kind of sticking it in a pigeonhole, do,
1: do, do, do I have to pigeonhole it and say it's very much like
0: a Naver game or just genre? a genre, a genre? Or you can pigeonhole it's it as worker placement. It is worker placement. It's
1: fairly similar to well, it's nothing like, so that's not a good comparison at all. But uh, worker placement idea would be a Naver game, which is really popular. That type would be Viticul-
0: viticulture. viticulture.
1: I was going to say um, Lords of Waterdeep. Yes, yes. D&D game.
0: And essentially, for those who are going, what what is worker placement? Worker placement game is basically you will have a physical manifestation of one of your characters, be that a meeple or a little resin model, like mm-hmm. they do in The Godfather. And um, you place it in a space, and by placing it in a particular space, it gives you an action. Yep. So in the likes of Viticulture, it allows you to maybe plant a field. In the likes of Lord of Waterdeep, it maybe allows you to have more gold, but basically that's the premise of a of um of a, a kind of a worker placement game. Um, there's also a bit of area control mm-hmm. in the Godfather yep. as well, um, and then the fact that uh, once you, depending on where your worker placement is, you um, you're allowed it gives you certain bonuses yep. as rounds kind of going to continue and the maps all broken up into areas yes so
1: that means you you get to control that particular area if you have
0: enough people in that area yeah so you've got the likes of wall street mm. you've got brooklyn yep. you get a you know who and a who and a wa and i'm walking here and you don't need to do accents and stuff like that as well no we do not do accents at all i'm surprised oh, we,
1: we did we did a few
0: did we do a couple collionia impressions but that was yeah we didn't really kind of get into it we didn't go hard style we didn't go we're kind of hard style yet. I'm talking here what are you looking at what are you looking at we're going to go to the mattresses in this one what, what? Laugh. Are you, you think like- I'm funny <laughs> it's not, that's, the, that's good fellas that's what I was doing I was doing Joe Pesci <laughs> <laughs> what am I some kind of cloud of you what am I here to make you laugh and that was it That was where it was, and I was like, that was at the end of the game anyway. But um, it's kind of... Right, okay. The Godfather's a well-loved film. Yep. Do you think that a game, the board game, managed to capture anything to do with The Godfather? Or do you think that the theme was maybe there to add the kind of maybe the the salt to the soup? You know, the little bit of seasoning to make everything kind of taste better?
1: I would say... Yes. It's not very well tied into The Godfather. You know, it isn't taking scenes from The Godfather and, and making yes. a bit about the game. Yes. It's using the artwork and, and the idea of, of mafia controlling yes. the, the city. Yes. And taking that as the idea. It's, yeah. it's not really taking much from the, the movie. I, I no. don't personally No,
0: it. I mean, um, in terms of the ga- the story behind it, it's basically you're one of five hmm. families. Yeah. And you are basically as the, you see, it's the end of the colonial empire coming to an end, mm. and you are basically stepping in to try ah, and get so a bigger slice of that pie. The so it's that kind of it after. Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. But I, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say it's exactly. But I didn't
1: realize it was so. It's it's set when when yeah when the whole family gets gunned down
0: on yeah. in, on the wedding
1: steps. Yeah, yeah, pretty
0: much, pretty much. But at the same time, what it does in terms of of representation, in terms of the artwork. Yep. in terms of the production values I mean let's yep. touch on the production values I, I'm i really impre- I was really impressed with the production values when I first opened the box the, mm-hmm. the little tins that you get where yep. you put your money yeah. the little resin markers the little kind of um, horse's head first player token the police car, the other little figures, they're all yeah. relatively kind of well done Um what do you think of the artwork?
1: I I like the artwork of the game. Um, it's not super fancy. No. You know it's it's very. You know this is it. If you know what I mean.
0: Um, it's Carl. I think it's Carl Kopinski or, K- K- or something. I need to mm-hmm. double check. But yep. he's well known for um, doing artwork for the Tour de France. Kind of thing. He's very okay. famous for doing that kind of like Famous illustrator. Yeah, that, yeah. It? I'm <laughs> going to double check it because I don't want to get the boy's name wrong. Because <laughs> that'd be nothing. Um, that'd be there'd be nothing worse than kind of doing that. But well, I guess got um, got Tour de France connections. He'd us down. Yeah, I know. I mean, I guess right. Okay. Do you know what's gonna? Do you know my only um, bugbear with that whole art was when you're looking through the manual. Mm-hmm. The level of art that you had. Oh the,
1: the manual's gorgeous. The
0: manual's yeah. absolutely stunning. Tons of, of
1: really invoking images of, of the film and, and of of the different sort of gangs and things that it it wants in the game.
0: But on the other side of it, the artwork within the cards itself, the back of the cards. Yeah. Was just the one picture. It was just the one picture of of the boss. Yeah. <laughs> Which I thought was a bit a bit of a missed I thought it was maybe a little bit of a missed opportunity, especially with. It was a shame. It was
1: more a shame with the the mission cards.
0: Yes, I know, because something we've not talked about yet. But
1: yeah, (laughs) but the um, you know, there's there's four different styles of mission card, and all of them, you, they just had the one style of artwork on each of them, which I, I felt was a wee bit. Oh, that's a, you know, each one of them could have had a different image, but they didn't, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, I thought it was a bit. um, Yeah, I thought it was just a little bit of a. um, Carl, it is Carl Kapinski. Mm -hmm. I was right, Um, but he does a lot. Yeah, I felt like on the mission cards, it was kind of like you had one mission after another. You had like uh, grab the cannoli. You had Mm. like car bomb, which we'll go into in our time. (laughs) Um, But you had like shakedown and stuff like that. But it was the picture of um, it was a picture of Don Corleone in every Mm. single card, and I thought. You've got this fantastic artist. Why haven't you got taken some of the characters that were in the rule book? Because he's got pages yeah, and pages yeah. of the mm-hmm. characters in the rule book, and that was the only thing that I kind of think It didn't detract from the game. They they were used on the ally cards. Yes, they were used. We'll talk about. In a bit. Yes, they were used very <laughs> very well on the ally cards. Um, in terms of how you play the game, basically the game is you will get a group of you'll have a you'll be running a family. Um, You'll be running a family that will have thugs. You'll have a group, you know, two or three thugs, depending on the number of players that you have. you also have um, kind of family members. Mm -hmm. They've got different bases. The thugs have square bases. The family members have um, round round bases. bases. And that defines where where you can actually place a a character. The thugs, they can go actually... You've got little locations. So you've got betting shops. You've got jewellers. You've got... um, And these get added on at the beginning of a new act. You get another location. You add a a new tile to the board. You get a new location that you can go to. A thug will go in and he'll shake down the front of a store. So Mm -hmm. they'll get... um, There's things you can collect. You need to collect money or you can collect... um, you can collect legal goods like guns or blood money or drugs or alcohol. Yeah. And that allows you, those in turn allow you to complete these mission cards, which get you money, but also might give you an additional ability action, to do. an ability yeah. or an action. Um, the family members, what they do is they they straddle kind of entire areas. Mm-hmm. Um, they basically work on the borders between different geographical areas and they allow you to shake down basically the back of the shop Yep. Uh, and you might get usually you'll get the same thing um, but what it'll do is it'll allow you to collect multiple resources from yep. from multiple places yep. which is kind of cool because you can collect them the um, The interesting thing about it is you get one action mm-hmm. when your turn comes round you get one action so you can either place somebody you can either um, complete a mission
1: mm-hmm.
0: you can call in an ally it leads to a little bit of AP <laughs> The
1: the yeah, the, there was quite a bit of it.
0: It was. I think um, it's you've only a...
1: got the one choice. Yes, and, and even though you've only got that one choice. It, it, it you know, as soon as you you've played all of your um, your pieces, you know, so once you've played all your family members, all your thugs, that's you out of the round. Yeah. Um. So you might have been able to complete a mission. Yes, but if you haven't done that mission and and you place down your axe piece, yes, you can't then. All oh, right, I'll do this mission.
0: Yeah, that happened to Andy. Yeah, that happened to, uh, Andy. That happened yeah. to Andy. Andy yeah. played this thing, and then when okay, my next, he says, no, you can't play now. And it's like, ah, yeah, because you're essentially that's your that's your finish. You've he got might have n- won because of that. Yeah, he, you've got no despair. Um, so that I, <laughs> you see, shaking your hand like that, um, but then. You move on to area control. So once everybody's kind of laid down their pe- people, taking their actions, then it's a decision on who actually controls the area. And that's based on the number of people that are in the particular yeah. area. Yeah. They get like an additional, there's like a control marker that goes into to each area. And then what happens is the next time you play through, if a thug from another family places mm-hmm. their thug within goes and shakes down an establishment, you get the benefit. You, you get the
1: same action
0: that they yeah, get to do. Yeah. You get um, the, the which is which is interesting, which means that area control is a very It's uh, more important
1: than it seems when, when you're yes, first sitting down with it.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um tied in with that that you've then got to move into um being able to buy an ally card. Now one of the things we didn't mention, or we mentioned touch briefly, ally cards are basically an additional action that you can do. And they can allow you to um, do certain things. They can allow you to. Um, they'll either allow you to directly just play a card and get extra money. Um, mm-hmm. So you got like the capo that allowed you to collect five dollars. Yep. You've got the evidence um, officer that allowed you to basically, if you depending on the number of areas that you controlled, yeah. you're allowed to collect a illegal goods from each of those areas. Basically, yeah. as you know, three from each or something like that. So it was a good kind of bonus. You had ones um, like the mayor. The mayor, um, which we didn't see in our game. We didn't see in the second game. We certainly saw it in the in the first mm. in the first game, um, and that was one of the cards which some of it. Well, at the time when we first played it, we felt was potentially a little bit borderline. Op. We did when we played it the first time. yeah. Yes. Didn't crop up the second time. I don't know. I, I think, again, you know, um,
1: in the game we just played, mm. you know, I got the union boss. Yes. And he seemed quite powerful as well.
0: Yeah. Uh, how you get allies, though, it's an auction. Mm-hmm. Um, you uh, During the game, the idea of the game is to collect as much money as possible. We touched on these kind of metallic suitcases you have. Yes, you got, like, yeah. a little beautiful-looking... Tins. Tins. You open up the tins and you've got an option during your shot to stick money in the tin. You stick the money in the tin, then that money is yours to keep. Yep. You know, um at the end of the ally when you come to the allies part, you're basically you're you're asking you're you're kind of um you're bidding money to say that you're gonna bribe this person. Yep. And you get a choice of which allies that you get. Um
1: Well it, it goes um know yeah, there's there's a number of ally cards equal to players minus 1 so it makes it a competition yes and if you win the the blind auction you know y- you put down enough money to win it yeah um, that means you get first choice doesn't mean you get more than one card it just no. gives you first choice
0: yeah and if you don't bid if you don't bid anything at all you can't just you sit can't, there and hedge no. your bets because yeah. if you don't bid anything at all you have to bid at least 1 dollar you do to yeah. to if you don't bid a dollar you do, you get nothing. Exactly. You get out of here. Which that's Australian to you and Andy. That happened to me and Andy because we bid, I think because pretty much I was down to, I think I had a fiver. Yeah. I had $5. I didn't want to go in and bid a $5 because that would have lent me nothing to put into my next um You would have been level. second. No, I would not have been second. Like, potentially would have been second if it hadn't been for a certain getting bombed, car bombed, kind of that's twice. Almost
1: like someone shouldn't have killed my man earlier in mm, Yeah, again. okay, yeah. 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 yeah, somebody likes to pay the verge. that's,
0: yeah, okay, fair enough. Okay, I'll give you that. Um, Cutting to the chase, do you like the game? I enjoyed it, yeah. I really enjoyed it. You really enjoyed I it? I really enjoyed it. I think it was... More Um It's... No, viticulture's like one of my children Kenneth I really like viticulture. <laughs> I really, really like viticulture. I really, really like Um there's a special place, I think, for the way that viticulture grabbed me when I played it, but The Godfather in a similar vein, it was very much like um I get this. It was very much within about the first two yep. or three rounds yep. of us, you know, the first two or three actions, it was like yeah. Oh, because we played it with um, Simon Harper the first time. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was just three of us playing, and when we played it, we kind of like went, "Oh, we get this. We know how this. Mm. We know how this works." And I think I don't think there was any kind of ambiguity with the rules. It was very the, the,
1: the thing with with that that is is working out how to get as many actions as you can. Yes. And that's...
0: Um, not rushing in and having three people and placing your three people kind well, of straight you know,
1: away. there's things you desperately need to do, so sometimes you have to put your character down. But if you can get away with not putting your character down, and um, as as I did in the game yeah. that we just played, yeah, there was a turn that I managed to be able to... You know, everyone else had put all their pieces down. I still
0: had three pieces. You still left. had three pieces because you were completing... You had, I think by that time you had an ally, yep. you had a couple of missions, mm. you had managed to get a reasonable amount of resources. Yeah. Um, which was a good thing to do because at the end of every act, at the end of every round, you have to discard down To do, do your, down to a hard five. Down hard to like a element. hard five. It's yeah. five and then goes up to six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing is, that includes all your ally cards, that mm-hmm. includes all your resource yep. cards, that includes all your money. I was, I was, so you're I was, trying. I
1: was getting triggered by Scotty. It's like Scotty, what's in your hand? and What's not in your hand?
0: <laughs> Scotty was like, had set three or four separate piles, <laughs> yeah. and it's like, no, that's my money. That's the money I'm going to put in my case. It's like, don't, don't be telling us things like that that you've actually got money to do. Um, in short, um, yes, I like the Godfather. I'll definitely be, I'll definitely be playing it again. No, we we need to give out another weekend. Yes. I
1: I enjoyed it. It's it's cup <coughs> Yes it is. It's not terribly cut fruity though, which is nice.
0: Yeah, there was the car, as I say. I Mind keep... you,
1: I was dishing it more than I
0: got it, so. <laughs> well, I think there was the, the car bomb, which allows you to basically clear out an entire area. Yeah, that was and, unfairly... and the family
1: members touching the area. that That's what makes it so wow.
0: Yeah, okay. I mean, and if, of course, any time. Unless
1: I read that completely wrong.
0: Any time somebody dies, they end up in the Hudson River. Mm. That's what happens. The Hudson River. <laughs> Dollary dudes! Dollery dudes! Oh my goodness! So yeah, so we would play it again. We'll definitely will be playing it again. Um, that's again. That's uh, Godfather Simon games again. Simon games. Simon games. Simon games. Simon games. <laughs> Eric Lang designed it. Excellent. Fair play, mate. Nice one. No, it's a good fun game. The other game that we played was um, Dinosaur Island. Well. We played. We started playing it one night. Rules. We learned the rules, I and then the rules. I went and followed up with a couple of games with, with, the, with the Kinder with the um afterwards. Um, Dinosaur Island, for those who weren't aware, was a Kickstarter behemoth that um, was released through Pandasaurus Games. Mm-hmm. Um, to I think it was the middle of last year. It might have been April May last year. Went on to do a reasonably really good amount of money. You went deep into it. Did I you? didn't go that no. You got all
1: these delicious extra tokens with it. Then. But that
0: was because it funded so well that you ah, got all the delicious right, okay. extra tokens. I think they were um they were a they they. Um, those metal coins are like oof. oof. The metal oof. coins I remember giving when it was the AGM at Dwarf. And saying, and, and saying to people, oh, yeah. yeah, here's, yeah, you're, like, you're and, and I was like hand actually, hand, actually hand, yeah. telling it to people and say, feel the weight of this. And it's like, people are reaching over to one hand and I was like, you won't be able to take it with one <laughs> hand. we <laughs> 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 were like, all right. And then <laughs> hands were repeatedly crashing into the desk and there were strange mm-hmm. shoulders and everything all around. Um, designed by John Gilmore, friend of the show. Hi, John. Mm-hmm. And Brian Lewis, future friend of the show, who's going to be yep. coming on the show in the next couple of weeks. To have a chat, um, we there's a lot of stuff in the box. Yep. There was a lot of extra stuff in the box. Yep. Um, first impressions of Dinosaur Island. Uh, to be honest, the first dinosaur night that we played, Dinosaur Maples. Pink. <laughs> that was my first impression yeah. um, Snap. Snap bracelet you could snap on. Oh, did it? Yeah. I it's got I that as well. Me? Yeah. 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 It's got oof, that as well. Oof. That's quite nice. it's you, sir. Um, I okay there's two okay there's two there's two sites there's two this is a tale of two two mm. days of playing yep. because the day that we played mm-hmm. I walked away from it going I'm not sure because I saw a lot of people thinking this is fantastic this no, is amazing I,
1: I, I, I yeah. said when we finished you know when we ran out of time because we, we didn't get our game finished yeah um I went away going, yeah, I can see that that'll be a good game yes. if we sit down and play it. But um, there was a few chappies at the table that were just it wasn't sinking in with. There
0: was a tapping out. There was almost skanks. I think, I think uh, one of our, one of our party got close to tapping out of the game within about fifteen yeah. minutes. Yeah, I think it just didn't. Um, just didn't resonate. Just didn't resonate. No. Just didn't gel. It's a complicated beast. Hmm. It's very much you know what it reminded me when I was thinking back to it, do you know what it reminded me of? Forge War. Forge War. Because it was a Mm -hmm. it was a multiple parts worker placement gaining resources Mm -hmm. in order to then go ahead and use it to kinda gain victory points and ultimately fulfill kind of miniature missions. So that's where I kinda got from that. So We had to go back to show number four. That's a show number four. And like (laughs) yeah. (laughs) <laughs> a little waxy chat with mr Isaac Childress as well um but um yeah when I went and played it with the kids mm-hmm. I knew the rules and I knew how to play it righty uh-huh. so I was able we were able to relatively hit the ground running yeah I wouldn't say it's the easiest game to i'd say exp- that
1: that rule book was a wee bit hard
0: yes let's touch on the rule book okay um I because we, we had a falling out when we were reading the rule book. And I was
1: like, no, this is the way it should be played. And yeah. we were like, no, this is the way it should be played. And
0: yeah, I was like, no, this it, is the way yeah, it should be played. And just, it was just like, okay. Um, I, wasn't, I didn't think the rule book entirely helped with explaining the rules. Some of the things, yeah. Some of the things. A lot of the things were very, very well done. A lot of the things were very well laid out. Um, One of the things that really... Leveled a layer of confusion, you can say it's icky picky, mm-hmm. but the when you were buying tiles for mm-hmm. your resort, whether yep. they be kind of when you were buying attractions, um, there wasn't kind of like a card which had an anatomy of a card or an anatomy of a tile. Uh-huh. There yep. seemed to be parts of the tile was explained, in one part of the book, and the rest mm-hmm. of the tile was explained. Kind of like the rest of the book, yeah, and it was difficult to tie them together. So, for instance, there was like tiles which had like the cost associated with a game, mm-hmm. a cost associated with it, um, how much money it was going to cost you, but they also had a victory point number next to it as well, yeah. And at the very beginning, we were wondering if it actually because, um, it was the overall winner was based on victory points, it wasn't yeah. clear whether or not those victory points were the cost of actually buying the item as well. well that,
1: that's what you were saying. And I was like, no, that's
0: silly. Yeah, I know. It was just <laughs> a bit, you know, and but then I was looking, I went back and I watched the video again and yep. then I went back through the rule book and I mm-hmm. just went, okay, this must be, this must be the case. Yeah. Um Yeah. It was just a funny lead. It was just a funny.
1: So how do we play the game? How, I, it's, it's, odd, it's worker it? placement, it's, it's an odd, it's, it's, it's worker placement again, but it's... Resource
0: management, and... It's broken up into four distinct there's phases. There's four phases. The first phase is all about DNA. So the yeah. first phase is rolling some of these fantastic amber-coloured dice. Mm-hmm. And you've got different kind of either DNA on them, uh, you've got advanced DNA, you've got basic DNA... Um, you've got the ability to actually gain a worker, which is an yep. unusual one. You've also got it's, an ability...
1: It's broken. You know, it's, it's not like a standard worker placement game because there's two different types of, yeah. of uh, worker placement people. There's workers, which get used in later phases, and scientists, which get used in, in that first phase.
0: So your scientists will have a value next to them. So you'll have like one, two or three. Mm-hmm. And then based on you, where you put the scientist, the scientist acts like a multiplier. So if I put a, a numbered scientist two, um, you, okay, jump back. You have dice. You roll the dice. Yep. The dice get laid on a track. Mm-hmm. And then you place your scientist next to this track. Yeah. The the dice the, the scientist acts as a multiplier. So if I place a number two next to a, a basic DNA, I'll get two basic DNA. Mm -hmm. but you're also on that same phase of
1: the dna which is six different types
0: yes there's three basic and there's three three advanced three advanced i've also got the option to use my scientists to um get a dinosaur recipe Mm -hmm. and they again are they've got a number against the one two or three and surprisingly enough i can only use a three next to a three I can use it next to a two and a one. I can use the two next to a two. I can use the two next to one. I can only use the one next to the one. So you've got yeah. a variance between a herbivore, almost like a big herbivore, or middle-sized potential carnivore, and then you've got the big hitters out there, like your, um, your Tyrannosaurus rexes and, and stuff like yeah. that of this world. Yep. Um, what happens is when you buy one of those recipes, you're able to effectively put it onto your park as a dinosaur recipe, mm-hmm. and it will sit in your park because you have... You get a nice little park board that you'll just sit there, and you're able to add attractions and, and and visitors and stuff like that. The other thing you can do is you can increase your cold storage because you got a limit on the amount of DNA that you're actually allowed to hold, and that'll mm-hmm. allow you to increase it. Or furthermore, you can just ping a scientist, and you can stick them in as a worker. Yep. Which becomes really really important later in the game, mm-hmm. as we as yep. we discovered kind of going on. Um. The so you've got the first phase, the set the the phase after that is a buying phase. This is when the money comes in. So, you've got the option of buying extra rides, you've got the options of buying specialist people, you've got the options of buying additional, um, basically additional slots, technology essentially, and you place. And that, um, that ties into the worker the worker placement phase of, of kind and of thing. Both the,
1: the technology and the allies give you
0: more various, abilities. Various different effects, yeah. yeah. More abilities, or they increase the abilities that you have, or they allow you to mm. do additional things, or they actually give you additional worker meeples as well, yeah. if they've got a, a worker meeple on there. which so is I a, know
1: when we played, I had one that gave me, um, I could use one of my workers. Yeah. And I could convert them into a scientist.
0: Yep. Which or, was quite yeah, or yeah. Or you had one. You had a guy that was like security, and what he could do is he could basically um, force a hooligan to give him money. Yeah. Uh, and that's how that. That's how that. That's kind of how that would work. Yeah. Um, so you've got the buy-in phase. Now, basically, mm-hmm. there's a nice little track that goes like one, two, three, five. And yeah. the cards move up the track to become cheaper as to kind of time goes on, uh-huh. um, or you've got the option you can just go ahead and you could buy advanced DNA. You, you can yeah, just use it. you
1: can buy DNA. You can convert DNA in yeah. that phase and, and and other weird things.
0: And again, I mean, using the kind of I guess the Forge War comparison, this is kind of like it's very similar. You are kind of you know you're. You're then, that would be like the resource phase. Yeah, yeah. you're basically yeah, so, using, you know, you're you're yeah. kind of getting getting using resources in order to gain more resources. Phase three is then taking the resources that you have, taking the workers that you have, mm-hmm. and putting them to good use by either um, using your DNA to make dinosaurs, using your workers to increase security in yep. the park, yep. using your workers to allow you to increase the size of paddocks within the park so you can have more dinosaurs mm. per attraction. Um or doing little things like giving you more money. Because money becomes yeah. as we discovered is, is a quite a crucial <laughs> kind of um it becomes quite a crucial kind of resource as time goes on. Yeah. Um final phase is the visitors coming into the park. Mm-hmm. So uh, based on as you as you build dinosaurs, you increase you increase the threat level. Yep. You also, however, increase the excitement level yeah. as well. And the more, ex- ooh. the more. Oh, look at the Velociraptor on that. So that's th- where I was getting confused with the tiles. Yes.
1: Because I thought when I bought this super duper roller coaster. Yes. That would. Do- increase my incitement levels, because no. it's a super super fancy roller coaster. No, this, it wasn't. But evidently, no. no.
0: <laughs> evidently, no. This is the thing. Um, and this was one of the things that was quite, I guess, quite difficult. I don't know if it was maybe um, not looking at the instructions correctly mm-hmm. or not being able to find it, but basically sitting there going, when do these victory points kick in? Do they kick in at the end? Because it turns out yeah. that those are going towards your final score. Mm-hmm. On further yeah. reflection, but I guess you're in the situation if you're learning a game for the first time. Oh, exactly. You yeah. kind of, you're kind of what you don't want people kind of sitting there, kind of being bored and being mm-hmm. distracted and yeah. r- wishing they were playing, you know, where they were playing something else instead. But you place your tiles, you build your dinosaurs, you increase your threat levels, um, and then you go into phase four where you get your visitors into your park. Ooh. Your visitor's coming in. All right, Daddy, can I see the, Dilop- the uh, Dilophosaurus? Thank you. Or Dilophosaurus? Diplodocus? Or is it Diplodocus? Well,
1: I'm old school, so it's Diplodocus. Yeah. yeah that's because I'm old. Oh,
0: yeah, I was like told that. My son says... It's, oblong. It's, it's oblong. <laughs> Diplodocus. Is it? Get out of here with your long neck and your long tail. Mm. Um But yeah, so on... Um, your visitors come in. It's a lovely kind of velveteen bag that you go in, and based on your kind of your your excitement level, you draw out that number of meeples. You're either going to draw out two different types of color. Yeah. You're going to draw out your light yellows, or you're going to draw out your purples. Your purples are your hooligans. Your purples yeah. push themselves to the front of the line. They don't pay, and they basically go and sit in the dinosaur paddocks. You know, as they see fit, based on the number of dinosaurs that you've got in a paddock, that decides the number of visitors that can actually sit there. Yeah. The hooligans don't give you any money, the no. visitors do, which yeah. is always good. And they also can potentially they'll also they'll stay. If they stay there, they also give you the victory points as well. Mm-hmm. Now, this is when you once you get into your threat level. Oh, and by the way, you see the other coloured ones? Mm-hmm. They're VIPs. <gasps> and there's a card to say bring out the it. VIPs, but right. I couldn't okay. see it yep. necessarily yep. in the rules, so mm-hmm. we were playing, you know. But there is a card, there is a um, there's cards that you have, and we'll, we'll touch on that in a minute. But then you assess your threat, and based on yeah. your threat, you um, you assess your threat, which is the number of dinosaurs you have. There's also an additional threat that you get, which is a Any of the unused DNA dice, these stunningly beautiful DNA dice, if they've got any threat pips pips on them, Mm -hmm. they also get added to your threat level. If you don't have enough security to cover your threat level, then people get eaten. And the hooligans, Um, the (laughs) hooligan. That wasn't a dinosaur getting eaten. That was just that's a drunk man eating a kebab (laughs) on a Friday night. Yeah, Um, that was dreadful. Um, I'll edit in a dinosaur sound no I won't we don't do editing except <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, and then um, it's <clears throat> yeah, and if you guys get eaten then you lose victory points and the guys that are left give you victory points and mm-hmm. the... but you get money off that as well so as your thrill level increases you're getting more money then you go back to the phase one, but you've got to take into account any kind of um plot twists that are in there because. You draw, at the beginning of the game, you draw two plot twist cards. Yep. And they basically tell you if there's anything else. It could be everybody gets an extra DNA. Yep. It could yep. be you use the D, You use the VIP meeples in this thing and you get two victory points instead of one victory point. And, th- and
1: those cards are really where your replayability of the game comes yes, in. Yes, absolutely. Because they, they're... Uh, they're change the game yeah. so much.
0: And you only ever use kind of two plot twist yeah. cards. On the other side of it, you've also got your general victory point cards or your kind of like your um achievements. Mm-hmm. You draw so many at the beginning of the game based on the number of players yep. plus one. And essentially as you play through the game it'll say it's the first person to have seven dinosaurs in the paddock, mm-hmm. the first person to have three attractions, the first person to have all four specialists, the first person to have all seven workers um, and you'll be able to get you basically put like a, a company token down on that to say mm-hmm. I've achieved that. You've done that. Yeah. Once, um, basically once um, once you've covered like I think once there's only one left that hasn't been covered then the game ends. All oh, right. okay,
1: that's what ends the game.
0: Yes. Yeah. So it's basically, it is based on advancement, it's based on achievement so you kind of kind of play it. It um, reminded me of Scythe uh-huh. you know how in Scythe you were certain achievements that you had to reach yeah. to get a star in order to trigger the end of the game, so it reminded me of that, I guess the difference between this and Scythe is there's, there's the, there's the um, cleverly enough, I think Brian and John, what they've done is they've introduced a short game, a medium game and a long game, uh-huh. so you've got different flavours of those cards depending on the length of game that you have, yeah. so for instance a short game might only need you to have Three different species of dinosaurs in your sh- in your attraction. It might only need you to have two attractions. It yeah. might only need you to have five workers. So it allows you to play kind of like a short game. Um, can I see the potential in the game? Was it of good fun? Did me and the kids have good fun? Yes, we did. Is <laughs> it's really funny because like I walked away on that Friday night. I don't know how you walked away like feeling this is a good potential game, but. There wasn't... When I set it side by side with The Godfather and the speed in which we kind of picked up that game, which looking at the kind of how it could have played and the different levels of phases and the different actions and things like that you could take and how quickly everybody everybody, seemed to kind of have an idea to pick it up. Dinosaur Island seemed to... Um... The,
1: the difference between The Godfather, both me and you had played that before.
0: So yeah but those
1: two people that could sit down
0: and go, These are the rules. Yeah, but even the first time we played The Godfather, it was relatively quite quick for us to kind of pick it up. I don't know But then
1: that was you me and Simon and and, mm, and I suppose all three of us are picking up new games all the time. Yeah, I suppose. All three of us are fairly hardcore board gamers nowadays. Yeah,
0: I suppose. So we're um... used
1: to, to you know Simon because he's playing with Dave all the time. Dave's
0: Yeah. You know. Dave. Tabletop Dave. As he's known. Tabletop yeah. Scotland Dave as he's known. Um I mean
1: not not, not Dave Cong. No
0: not not, not Dave <laughs> Cong. Um I liked it. I felt that the I felt like the rule book could do with a revision. Possibly, yeah. I think I think um yes. It really needs well,
1: you know, because I didn't watch a let's play of it. Hmm. If you know what I mean. If I'd seen the let's play of it, I would know how to play it.
0: Yes, then... the thing was, the funny thing was, I had mm. seen the let's play of it, yep. and it's didn't, it didn't, it didn't really explain. It didn't sink in on that on that particular yeah. thing. But then yeah. the kids really, really enjoyed it. They had an awful lot of fun. It didn't kind of overstate its welcome. Uh-huh. You know, we had a lot of fun. We did play the short game, righty, which mm-hmm. was I think it's worthwhile doing. I would start off with a short game and see how you get on. Would you? Yes. See these things, that I normally start off with a medium game. I would say if, I would that's say me. just to learn because you're not because you're not taking away um any you're not changing the rules or anything like that. Mm-hmm. You're, just yeah. lay, you're just kind of you just kind of lowering the level yeah. for the achievements. A short game's fine. To get everybody comfortable with the rules and that means next time you can go and I mean mm-hmm. it's like any game. I mean once you've got the hang of it, you're banging in stuff kinda of left, yeah. right and centre. I mean um, phase two and three, I think, can almost be done kind of simultaneously. Everybody can be playing at the same time. it's, so, uh, it's one of those
1: things, you know. Like
0: it's the
1: sort of game we're used to. You know, it's it's like um, Lords of Sky. You know, of like Sky. A mo- yeah. A more more complex
0: version of oh, that game. If you yeah, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if you can get a copy, get it if you fancy treating yourself because in terms of presentation.
1: It's, it's 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 a good look, garishly beautiful. Yeah.
0: It's re- it's like it's like. Um, does do like, the does the dinosaur meeples come with
1: a base game or? No, I think you just get a triceratops. The
0: I think you just get triceratops ah, meeples. It, I don't think ah, you get the various so meeples. But yeah. then meeple schmeeple. I mean, it's it's it is like um, falling headfirst into a refreshers factory. Yeah. You know the the garish colours. It's very kind of nineteen eighties. It's not kind of. Um, It's not your dull kind of, your duller kind of, it's not Jurassic Park colours, if I'm being honest. And it riffs so much off Jurassic Park. The fonts, you know, the fonts, the coins, the representations, the artwork, everything like that Mm -hmm. is completely, um, you know. So, yes, I I liked it. Um, I guess I didn't, I, uh, I didn't love it straight away. But yeah. I think a couple of games down the line I think I'll be it'll become a, a regular kind of game of choice once you get the people in to play it. I think once you get people that have all had a shot of it at least once or twice, mm-hmm. getting through it will be will be absolutely fantastic. Um so yeah, and the other game I guess the other game I want to touch on I played very quickly and it's only because it was the first time I sat down with my five year old and we played X Wing. Oh, X Wing, okay. And it's one of the most Beautifully little scalable games We've been playing King Domino
1: Is that, um, Was it X-Wing or was it X-Wing Cause I know you've got Armada don't
0: I've you? got Armada yeah. I gave him the decision to play with the really really big spaceships Or play with the really really small spaceships Uh And so when he saw that he could play as the Millennium Falcon He was, <laughs> he was all over that He was all over it He had a game We played roll dices Very simple mm-hmm. He could move um. yeah, it was he, he loved it, it was a, kind of like yeah. a first step I can bring mm-hmm. in the focus stuff, I can bring in the the proper hit points, I can bring in the proper movements and the skills yeah. it's kind of a way, but I just thought I'd mention it because I ended up going X-Wing I really need to play this again because I haven't played it in, in goodness years? knows how long yeah. I really need to bring it out and play again, Um. so those are the ones that we got to the table getting them off the shelf uh-huh. um there's a couple that I would like to bring to the table. Um, I'm going to start off by saying... Um, Giant Killer Robots Heavy Hitters or JKR, GKR Heavy Hitters mm-hmm. from Weta Workshop. is huge looking. Yeah. It's smashy building fighting robots things and I'd like mm-hmm. to get it to the table to have a game. Um, the other game I was thinking about... There's three... The other game I was thinking about is Grim's oh, got one too. Grimslingers arrived, uh-huh. and that is kind of like a card game. Very right cool. And it's a one v one or it's a campaign game. It's kind of like a magical kind of cowboy type, last kind of frontier type game. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is this is the third edition, um, and it's. It's Stephen S Gibson who's been on the show. Yeah. Good old, good old Stephen. He's a good, good lad. I was speaking to him actually last week, just as a catch up. <laughs> um, that'd be nice. Um, Gloomhaven as well. I'm going to throw out the Gloom Gloomhaven bone and say Gloomhaven one of us has don't. got a copy of Gloomhaven. I do. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Played the first mission twice.
0: Yeah, and we'd like to play it. We would like to play. Okay, right here. Can we do two player?
1: Uh not really. No. It really wants four. Does it? Yeah.
0: What's well, let's draft in some people and get some four. Could do. Let's do Could that. Could do, yep. Let's get a regular once a month, maybe mm. a game, and then yeah. we can play something else. What else is it you would like to bring to the table, Mr. Karpisa? at Lords of Helios. Oh! Yes. Which I, I don't own, but a good friend of ours does. A mutual friend, the wonderful, yeah. fantastic Mr. Gordon. Mm. Um, it was Which, on Kickstarter. It was on Kickstarter. It was like yep. robotic Greek mythology.
1: Yep the the backstory is aliens descend on on Greek aged Earth and when here's a whole load of technology Greeks have fun.
0: <laughs> and it looks stunning. And yeah. apparently you've said it's very very easy to play.
1: I felt it was very easy to play. I. <laughs> Two of the guys we were playing with took considerable time to understand how to play.
0: Ah, okay. But
1: uh, I shall take you Yeah, I, w- I would like to see you having a go at that.
0: I like that. So we're gonna we're gonna look at that. I'd like to see it because it was one of the things that I went in and I went, mm, I think I'll back this, and mm-hmm. then I went, mm, actually I'm gonna I hummed and hawed. I was the annoying person that must have dropped in and dropped out at the last minute, and then at the end of it, I just for whatever reason I went. I'm just gonna leave it. I think so I So had... I, I was
1: the same with um the one you mentioned first, the, the giant robot killer one. Yeah, yeah. I, I was I looked at that and went, mm, nah.
0: No, you know. <laughs> I was like I I say Gloomhaven, I think I was in Gloomhaven and you said I'm getting Gloomhaven and it was like, Alright, okay. Oh then bother. <laughs> Which oh. is pretty good if you consider you know. Um as per usual I mean the next section of the show is giving them a kick and um, I'm going to caveat this by saying it's a pretty decent list I'm also going to caveat it by saying that um, pretty much most of them if not all of them have been guests on the show so we're not going to go on big details on each of the games at all Mm -hmm. what I'm going to say is if I mention them they've been on the show already Um, there's a chance that they might be on the show again in the near future so uh, we're just going to run through a couple of ones as we see on Kickstarter. Um, check them out, have yeah. a look over. Buyer, you know, buyer beware, on Buyer beware yeah. for Kickstarter, as we say. We just caveat that. Um, keep an eye on the company, um, you know, but certainly worthwhile. You know, some of these are certainly worthwhile having a look at at the very mm-hmm. least. Um, we've got um, Archon. Casey Hill, the Hill Gaming Company, he was on the show and he was being on the show. Um, Six Days to Go, it's a card game. It's a a card game. It's a kind of a very simple kind of debt collection game. Um, Six Days to Go, it's got a target of five grand. It's sitting at Mm 30,000, so it's doing quite well. Leviathan, um, Pasco Games, um, Greg and Jeffrey who were both been on the show. Um, they they um they had Leviathan out last year and it failed to fund but it's back again and it has a it has a a target of four thousand and it's hit six. So it's gonna happen. It's a lovely Moby Dick inspired very simple very light micro card game. Imagine X Wing dial type movement but you're it's the ship trying to f- trying to hunt down the whale. Oh, all right, okay. So it's yeah. very very interesting, mm-hmm. very small. Um, Colossal Games Kami-sama. Now, yeah, they were the Colossal Games were on the show a little while ago um, to talk about Kami-sama and also talk about um, Western Legends as well. Um, they'll be coming back on again mm-hmm. to have a little chat about Kami-sama. It is currently got a target of thirty k and it's hit forty two thousand, so it's doing quite well. Um, Comic Turns by the Fantastic Karen Rubens. Um, She's still got 15 days to go. Um, She was a guest quite recently. She's got a uh, target of 4K. She's at 2.2. So it's kind of like... It's basically a a card game with blank... With pictures with no dialogue on it. And you basically make up a story. It's kind of a mixture between like a a kind of... um, it's kind of similar to some of the stuff that Bez does with Wibble Plus, what she does with Wibble Plus. It's kind of like use. you can use the cards to kind of make up your own game, make up your own story. So it's almost like a, a kind of a game system mm-hmm. as opposed to an actual game itself. Um, recent guest on the show, the fantastic um, Adam Rayburg from Adam's Apple Games, Sword Crafters. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to look at this one because you actually one. make a sword. <sighs> You use <laughs> cards You get tiles yep. and you use oh, it To build okay. up an actual sword And then you yeah. score the sword based on the tiles It is currently It's got a budget of 10k mm-hmm. It's sitting about 8k Yeah, It's got 23 days left <laughs> I'm going to say it's potentially Going to fund We've also got uh, Martin Pools, Robin Hood and Merry Men Final mm-hmm. Frontier Games 24 days to go uh, it's become the kickstarter explosion it's budget uh, is it, is budget, it, is it the one that's gone nuts bu- budget at 20k yep budget target 20k currently sitting $178,000 <laughs> oh. we'll probably be at 190 by the time this is released um we've got the fantastic donning the purple topit games peter Shanka olsen who was on the show last mm-hmm. year Um, Donning the Purple, he's looking for 100,000 Norway Krona
1: That's $5 redos
0: And he's basically, he's raised 124,000 so he's funded This is all about the Roman Empire Uh And uh, it's just Looking amazing, and uh, it's bad? had a lot. Is it card game? Is it it's a game? Is it's it? a board game uh, placement um, strategy. It's oh, okay. it's been. Uh, Peter talked about it on the previous show when uh-huh. he was on. We're going to yeah. try and get him back on over the next kind of couple of weeks to have a little bit of a chat. Mm-hmm. Um, Lewis Shaw brain brain crack games, dead and breakfast tile game. Bit of a buzz about this. It's got. A, it's released about two days ago. Budget six k hit three k probably gonna fund. The only other thing we've got coming out, um, we've got Of Men In War. It's Price Johnson from Netherhaven Games. Mm-hmm. Um, that's gonna be out in the next couple of days. So keep an eye out for that. Um, it's been two years. Yeah. So yeah. I thought it was time to do just a very quick, quick list.
1: Mm-hmm. People that th-
0: people will say thank you to. And then we'll jump into some questions. Um these are just some certain people that have had um who've been just been very, very nice and kind to us. There's obviously um there's all the guys at Polyhedron Collider. There's um Rory, uh, Rory J. Summers, Jeremy Greer, there's Becky and Kelly Rolfe from Board Games in Bed, Katie Aidley, Ian McAllister from Giant Games, Nerd Therapy. Christy from Peace Love Board Games. Um, there's the people from Quest for Magic and Steel, David Steele, Amara, um, and their family. There's Giles Pound, who's been fantastic. Leif Leafy, who will not leave me alone and keeps asking me when I'm going to be releasing another podcast. All the crazy cats from the Salt Salt Report, especially my um, uh, the wonderful, fantastic Jesse, Kay, Nikki, uh, and Jake. Um, the guys at Unlucky Frog Gaming who were on the show, so there's, you know, just to, to put faces to names. The guys <laughs> at Meta D co- uh podcast as well. Um, just anyone who has decided to take the time, the guys from Monster Dear Monster, the guys from uh, Don't Give Up Skeleton, Laps Gamer, Staying In, just all these people who at some point or another have decided to, shout out, put their head above the parapet. We really, really appreciate every single person that has um, that has just given us support over the last two years and helped us get where we are. Um, I've probably left somebody out, but, you know, it will happen. It's probably Dan from you, staying in. <laughs> you left <laughs> yourself out, man. Oh, shut up. Um, Questions. We did actually put a question out on Twitter. Well, I put a question oh. out on Twitter just to say... No, I'm uh, on the Twitter
1: all the time. We're
0: coming... <laughs> you run the Twitter I'm, you are the Twitter I'm the major tweet you're the major tweet you're the major tweet Um. oh we've got yeah we've got a lot of people coming up on as well right so Colin and Richard are recording their two year anniversary show so what questions do you have for us do you know who answered nobody nobody, <laughs> nobody. oh no and we're off the hook nah we had um, Nick laying at 360 has it really been two years no. Y- yes. No, it's been two in no, a little Twitter bit. No, Twitter says no. Twitter definitely says <laughs> no. In those two years, what game has been the most played by you together and separately? Ooh. Together? Together? Star Realms, I think. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Star Realms. I mean, yeah, we play, we've play. we played um, quite a few games of Star Realms on the app. And I'd say Command Colour
1: Napoleonics. You've played that quite a lot. I've played awful lot of that with leo
0: um i ventured into viticulture ashes is always something that has floated my boat mm-hmm. on a regular basis and um, with a kit i've got to say king domino, king domino. with a kit with the kids king i mean we've got to the point where that's what my wife plays she'll yeah, actively go yeah playing a game yeah i know i know it finally happened special shout out special shout out to my wonderful wife <laughs> who actually does put up with me kind of like not going to the pub or going out to the football, coming back at the wee hours but saying, right, I'm just going upstairs for an hour or two <laughs> and that's it, you know so big shout out to her for, for, for doing that um, yeah, so that's the kind of thing he also says, am I the best or the best? Nick, you are the best um, has Colin finished wizarding school yet? <laughs> No, no he failed, I'm afraid not. Failed, failed on that exam, didn't you? Yeah. Thanks for bringing up such Sorry. a sore subject. Why don't you give him a paper cut and pour some lemon juice over it, Nick?
1: Just imagine, we could have been,
0: we are wizards, but no. No, no, we're not. <laughs> um, little, little plate. Claire, Artie Clarice, friend of the show, and she's a Harry Potter fanatic. She says, being not wizards for two years now, uh, would you would you like to finally become one? And if so, which one would you be, and why? Well, I, I, but but we're not wizards. But we're not wizards, Claire.
1: We're not.
0: We're not going to be wizards, Claire. It depends. I, I. If you had to be a wizard, is an immensely
1: rich one that doesn't have to do an awful lot of work. I'll be him. Saruman.
0: He lives in uh-huh. a nice nice tower. It's got all the orcs he wants on tap. I can't think of any wizards I'd actually want to be, doctor strange maybe I don't know. I'd probably want to be Sirius black because at least I know I'll get killed halfway through so I don't have <laughs> to put up with the rest I don't have to put up with the rest of, the rest of <laughs> Harry's nonsense, you know that's why he smiles halfway <laughs> through when he meets Harry. Because you can see it in the future, he goes that's good, we'll we have to put up with you for another, like." I get to know you for like three months, you whiny ooh. brat, and then I get killed. Yay! <laughs> Go me. Ooh, ooh, <laughs> ooh, ooh. Um Ultimate Team Up. Ooh, um yeah. that is the Mr. Wonderful um Gerald King. Mm. And he says, How has your working relationship evolved over the past two years? What are the things you had to learn from one another that you do now yourselves? Um I guess. What's we've learned over each over the last I think two years what, is what Richard's what
1: learned is let
0: me win, or yes. are I going to huffy huff? Yep, <laughs> definitely that. I think that's definitely. I think we've learned to understand what each other kind of enjoys in a game when mm. we're bringing a game in. Um, I think we, I guess, understand the importance of a bit of preparation in terms of. I've learned to sit closer to the mic. You you have, <laughs> even though you're now two feet away at the moment. Um What are the things that you had to learn from her? Do you know what? I think it's one of the things is um to kind of enjoy the games and mm. not get too yeah. political about them and stuff. You know what I mean? Not kinda of, oh, you know, I know, just look at a game and enjoy it for what it mm. is. And be able to look at stuff and just kind of, you know, enjoy it. Enjoy it as a hobby, Mm. not take it too seriously. And just kind of, you know, have some fun with it. Um, John Cage, if you could go back to the start and give your younger self some advice for the show, what three things would you do differently for the show? Ooh. Do you know what? John kind of... John kind of sent this question through at the very very kind of beginning when I first asked the question and I sat there and thought would I you know would I do something differently um I guess I would get if I was starting again I would have got a better mic
1: that that was a good mic it just hates windows 10 it does <laughs>
0: <laughs> no I mean for my own
1: oh right yeah yeah for for for, for... yeah all the auxiliary stuff yeah I
0: think you know? I would have maybe um, maybe taken I don't think I would have done anything differently in terms of I content think
1: I wouldn't have joined that role playing game so I would
0: actually have yeah. some weeks to play yeah <laughs> I think there is that I think I'd probably get a better computer um, I think I would probably not be as afraid to maybe approach people mm-hmm. yep. and actually and get involved in the community more I think it's always coming from the video game
1: w- one f- uh, I think since the start that we've found out is is just how welcoming. Yeah. and open. Yeah. The creator side of of the community is, you know, the, these are people you can actually go have a conversation with. Oh, yeah. It's it's not like video games, you know, where Yeah, I came from oh, the video
0: game space and everybody has their guard up and everybody yeah. is looking for that first kind of they're almost looking for that splinter that they can jag you in the finger with, yeah. and it's a very, very toxic environment. So I was, I must admit, I was walking from that space into a space online where, mm. and it's the same Twitter and it's the same Facebook, and you walk in and you're going like, "Oh my dear lord, this is so I've nice." Spoken and to this person, I've spoken, I've spoken yeah. to
1: that person, and they are happy to speak to me. Yeah, and that's just that's a different world. Yeah,
0: yeah, I mean, so I guess probably. Had I known the direction the podcast was going to take, as in, had I known yeah. it was going to be, there was going to be a lot of guests on it and stuff like that, would I have reached out sooner? Mm, I don't know. I kind of like the journey that we've mm-hmm. come. I like where the I like where we are now. <laughs> you know, I like where we are now. I like what we've done. I like what we've accomplished and I like what we've achieved. What What's going to happen next? I have no idea. Yeah. I'm waiting for somebody to turn up at the door and say, go and stop it, because you're having far too much fun. Ooh. But we shall see.
1: Well, we just say 20 episodes, and that's We it. did
0: say 20 episodes, but to be fair, you've not been on 20 episodes <laughs> yet, so we've still got a few. We've still got a few left in the kitty, to be perfectly honest. Um Yeah, we're going to uh round things up very very, very shortly. We have nothing left to say or nothing. Left to ask, um just to I guess go through a couple of things of who's gonna be coming on over the next couple of weeks that mm-hmm. might whet your appetite um mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Jerry King is coming on the show Ooh. uh Katie's game corner is coming back on. Mm-hmm. we have the wonderful um Brittany bow or Bebo who's a she's a fantastic content creator she's oh. gonna be coming on the show um Mike Barnes. Um, who's Who Dares Rolls, he's coming back on. Colossal Games are going to be coming back on to talk about Kami-sama. Ed Jowett from Shades of Vengeance, he's coming back on. We're going to have Cesar from Alley Cat Games is going to be coming on. They're running like two campaigns, one after another. Tristan Hall from Hall or Nothing Productions, he did... Um. Gloom of Kill um mm-hmm. two ten tw- uh, sixty six Tears from Many Mothers, he's coming back on. Yeah. Ian McAllister from Giant Brain. We've got Brian Lewis Ooh. Dinosaur Island, he's coming on. Um <laughs> uh, you know we've also got um Mountaintop Games are coming on. We've got um So many different people Oh, and we also might be doing a special with the Staying In Boys as well excellent which should be very very good indeed at least we um, don't have to go out for that i know we can stay in <laughs> 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 um thank you to everybody who supports us on patreon we have yeah, to mention no. these no, thank just, you very much yeah it's... thank you thank you very much you're kind of keeping the fires burning and you're allowing us to kind of look at doing things to, to like waste hours of your life getting better equipment <laughs> and stuff like that so we really appreciate um all the people that um new people that have joined us like steve who's yeah. come on recently so thank you for joining us um there's also been and i'm gonna say this now before i forget because i don't want to forget because these people make things wonderful uh, yeah um so big thanks to paul uh, for joining us as well just out the blue just oh, thank brilliant. you very very much thank very so impressed. thank you for everybody um, yeah and if you want to keep an eye on what we're doing where can they go to find us Colin? I think they can find us on a Google search engine they can, they can also go to Twitter yes and where do they find us on Twitter? We are not wizards. That's the one. Where do they find us on Facebook? At we are not wizards. I know And where do they find us on Facebook? At we are not wizards. That's right. And where do, they, where do they find us on YouTube? We are not wizards? Tabletop podcast. Yeah, that's right. Where do they find us on Instagram? We are not wizards. Yep. Oh, I'm I know, I know, I know. Keep um, going, keep going. If they want to email us, where can where can they email us? It's magic at wizards dot com or dot code uk. <sighs> um, you can find us on Stitcher and Acast and Spreaker, and you can find us on Podknife. Um, as I say, you can find us on YouTube because our fantastic Pod uh, Podbean who are our podcast hosts automatically put all of our podcasts onto the YouTubes for us. So that's That's very, very kind. Um, If you like us very, very much, then please consider going to Apple Podcasts and dropping us a subscription.
1: A review. A subscription. Is that what it's called? A subscription.
0: But you can do a review as well. Yeah. You can. And as we say, if you are going to drop us a review, don't give us a... Five out of five. No, don't give ten. us a don't give us a ten because that makes us big-headed. Yes, and don't give us a one because I'll cry. Colin will cry <laughs> if you give us a one. Colin will cry. Do you want to make Colin cry? Do you? Don't
1: hmm. don't give them that option. <laughs> don't give them that option.
0: If they give us a five because it's in the middle. Yeah. 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 Yeah and we deserve a 5 we're definitely we're not, mediocre we're definitely average <laughs> you know why aim for the stars why even look at the stars no, it's really comfy no. it's really comfy on this couch you're you're bound for the mill, son <laughs> exactly. off you go <laughs> let's crack open that copy of gloomhaven and play some games um yeah but that's about it remember i think the most important thing to remember out of all of this is for the last 2 years it's been a lot of fun but secondly mm-hmm. Is that we are many things But We're not wizards We're definitely not wizards Don't just stop Do you know what Jeremy Greer's done No do you know if you go and search Jeremy. If you put we it's are Jeremy. if Jeremy Greer he does Podcasts all the time oh. But if you search If you type into a browser we Wearedefinitelywizards.com mm-hmm. It forwards on to our website
1: <laughs> Jeremy
0: Jeremy, what are you doing, man? You, you just—you're such a card. <sighs> <sighs> That's harsh, I know. But there's only um, there's only one more thing to do. Goodbyes. So it's a goodbye from the wonderful, the fantastic, the amazing, my right hand man, the man who would, made me into the cardboard type person that I am today. It's the fantastic Mr. Colin. Say goodbye, Mr. Colin. Choose and it's a goodbye for me remember stay safe roll sixes um th- thank you just thank you you're all you're all wonderful people for listening Um we appreciate every single one of you but until the next time two months from now goodbye it was a month